finance and economics with the Siglers, the podcast where we discuss what you need to know about personal finance and economics and give you practical advice on how to get started and be smart with your money. We're your hosts, Glenn and Christina Sigler. So Christina, what's going on in the economy this week? What matters this week is homes. Home prices in March showed the highest growth rate in 15 years. They were up 13.2% from March 2020. Uh, the reason for this price surge is a mixture of high demand and record low supply. The high cost of wood and other building materials is slowing down the production of new homes and everyone wants to buy a house. So the prices increase. Uh, now, technically, this shouldn't really be happening since mortgage rates are rising along with interest rates, which normally is a factor in lowering house prices. And also home sales are beginning to slow down, which also usually means home prices lower as well. But this is not a normal housing market. So, yeah, this, I don't know. This is going to be uh, a challenge for uh, months to come because of that imbalance between supply and demand and the supply chain and, and other factors and shortages of labor mm-hmm. making it such that you can't get a whole lot of new houses right into the yeah. marketplace also that wood plague um well yeah that 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 help hurts as well yeah um and, and and people you know coming out of a pandemic people were not really willing to put their houses on the market going into no I uncertainty mean, yeah. yeah why why would you in this also, it's kind of confusing for people because, like, the normal things that should work to bring house prices down aren't really working. Right. So, right. I don't think anybody... We'll have to keep our eye on this going forward. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Our economic term of the episode is financial literacy, which is the possession of a set the set of skills and knowledge that allows an individual to make informed and effective decisions with all of their financial decisions. All right, Dad, I think it's time to get into this week's topic. What are we talking about today? And you've just touched on it. We're talking about financial literacy. Yay. Uh, Financial literacy, very, very important. We just talked about what it was. um, And in that definition, I talked about financial decisions. What are financial decisions that I would be making day to day? Give me some examples. Well, the obvious ones, the choices you make on the things that you buy for what you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what foods do you buy? What bigger purchases do you make? Do you House buy car. a new car or a used car? Do mm-hmm. you get the fancy new telephone or, you know, do you buy an older model? Mm-hmm. Um, what school do you go to? Do you pay the high price tuition or do you go to you know, state you? Um, but financial decisions aren't just about spending money. They can also be about saving money. And investing money. Do, do you put your money in a savings account or do you, do you take on a little more risk and try to get a, a higher return? Mm-hmm. What kind of investments do, do you make? And do you understand all the nuances of those investments or those contracts or those purchases that you make? Yeah. Is it, it go ahead. It could get really complicated um, yeah. with all the options you have to do with right. your money. And, and and this is changing on a on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and you and you as the person making the decision have have are constantly bombarded with these kind of choices. Are you making a short term? Are you making a decision for the short term or the long term? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those are other things that you have to consider. 
Yeah, and there's also all those ads about like, you know, the credit cards that like give you cash back. Those seem attractive. You're bombarded with like advertisements and people right. talking about things all the time. And, and so financial literacy helps you become aware of what you're getting yourself into. Is this offer a good deal for me? Right. It may be a good deal. Mm-hmm. It may not be a good deal, but it may be a good deal, but just not for you. Right. And, and your circumstances and what you're trying to do, because all of these decisions fit into your entire economic life. Right. Are you saving for school? Are you saving for retirement? All, you know, what, what other things do you have to do with your money? All of these things, you know, they may seem little, but in the, in the larger scope of things, a lot of these small decisions add up and, 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 and make you, either in in a, in a favorable or unfavorable position um, financially. But that's where financial literacy helps, helps you sort out the decisions that you need to make. Yeah. Uh, so we just talked about what financial literacy is, but why is it important? It, it, it has become in recent years a, a make or break skill mm-hmm. because the way people use money has changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, years and years ago, um, yeah, you back you, you might be days. able to get yeah, back in the olden days, <laughs> well before I was uh, around. Mm-hmm. Uh, there weren't that many financial instruments. You know, you could take out a loan for a house. You might be able to get a, a loan for a car. There weren't that many credit card <laughs> offers. You couldn't get into you, know, you couldn't get into that kind of debt. Mm-hmm. Schools didn't cost so much. Right. Uh, instrument you know, investments weren't as complicated there weren't and things weren't as such accessible. as crypt- they weren't as accessible there weren't right. things like cryptocurrencies and None and all sorts of other um engineered financial instruments mm-hmm. uh so you know financial literacy was important but, but it um yeah. it, it, it 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 may not have been as pressing because mm-hmm. you had your cash you had your checkbook and whatever loans and that was it, right? Right. And and the pace of finance weren't weren't moving as fast. Yeah. But now you have yeah. things like subscriptions and mm-hmm. autofills that you know that you know can, you know, automate a whole lot of your life mm-hmm. and, and and accelerate what's going on with you financially. That can make it really easy to make big financial de- decisions without really having to think about it. That's true. And mm-hmm. and and but that's that's where, you know, you can get into trouble because you can be signed up for something that actually will have a significant effect Mm -hmm. without even realizing. I've been signed up for something that costs over a hundred dollars and forgot to cancel it and was charged a hundred dollars. So we will have to talk about that. I fixed it. It's okay. Uh, uh, We're going to have to talk about that. (laughs) That, That's a story that probably I was not aware of until now. Nope. For a good reason. For a good reason. You can't. You can't really. You can't really talk about me all here. Ha ha. Okay. Anyway, be careful with your sub- subscription services. Yes. Yeah. It's there's it seems to be an increasing cost to not being financially literate. So uh, you can put yourself at such a distinct disadvantage. Mm-hmm. It can limit what your options are. Because uh, you can ruin your credit rating early, 
And what a lot of people don't know is that credit ratings are often looked at in job applications. There are going to be certain jobs where if you've had bad credit, you're not going to be a good um, good um, candidate to be hired in some some fields. So this can have uh, some very significant long-term effects if you're not aware of all the decisions that you're making. And that's where financial literacy can really uh, make or break you. You've got to fully understand the decisions that you're making. So how can changes in the world affect how important financial literacy is? Because money has stayed the same, right? Like yeah, the concept. Well, so kind of money has kind of stayed, stayed the same, but the speed of money and the speed mm-hmm. of transactions have, have changed. And, and you know, I, I have to be honest, as right. I said before, um, you know, we've gone from a cash based system in which you really had to have the money in your hand mm-hmm. or the money in your bank account mm-hmm. to more of a credit based system. And so you don't have to have the money and you can spend thousands and thousands of more thousands dollars, of dollars and get yourself into significant uh problems. Right. Uh, and then on the investment size, you know, uh, the more people can get into leverage situations or, or it, it get involved in, 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 in newfangled investment intru- instruments that can um, end up, you know, either making them a lot of money mm-hmm. or losing them a lot of money. Um, and, and some of the complexities of contracts and financial instruments um, make it such that you have to be an expert yeah. in order to understand what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. There's a lot more options um, that we have to be aware of. Mm-hmm. And um, again, the, the new options seem to be coming at us virtually every day. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, if we terminate out now, I, I know that cryptocurrency has been around for, a while. Yeah. It's been around for more than two, three years. It's been long. It's been around for, I think, roughly 10 years. Yeah. But, you know, the the number of offshoots of that, like Ethereum and Doge yeah. and all those other things. It's just one. Um, it's, it's not just one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so there's a lot of things that people have to be aware, have to make themselves aware of just to stay current. Mm-hmm. It's harder to stay current on uh, the the current state of financial and economic affairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it sounds like what you're saying is that there's a lot more financial decisions that people need to make now compared to before. that is that that is correct. Um, it uh, there's a lot more financial decisions. And the gravity, it may not, you know, the gravity of some of these financial decisions is, is greater than at, you know, at, you know, at any time, mm-hmm. um, for, for, for folks of marginal means. Some of the factors that have changed that we need to look at, uh, are consumers simply just have more financial decisions to make, mainly about retirement. Used to be that when you retired, you had a pension and that was managed by the company that you worked for 
or was uh, housed by the ma- company that you worked for um, and not managed by you. It was mm-hmm. a defined benefit. Mm-hmm. But that changed in the, you know, in the 70s and 80s with the advent of the um, 401k, which right. was a defined contribution plan. So now you, uh, as the worker, have to decide how much you're going to put away for your retirement and and where it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. And and those are some really um um really significant decisions. Because it's about yeah, it's about you and your. It's about you. Life. You know how much risk do you, do you want? Are you investing enough? Are you putting it in the right places? Do you have enough diversification? Um. And, you know, you know, what kind of when do you start? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how long do you have to, to put this money away? Right. Um, those are all things that you now have to consider that, you know, people, you know, just a, f- a few years ago in my lifetime didn't have to worry about. Right. Also, mm-hmm. Social Security used to be a bigger source of income. Uh, y- yes. Uh, uh, yes. Um, you know, um, let, let me just answer that with the yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that, um, the, the income disparities meant that, you know, we're, you know, most, most people were making around the same range right. and therefore social security could cover a, a more significant lifestyle. portion of, of their prior work rate wages when people left, uh, left the workforce. Mm-hmm. Okay. So an, another thing that I want to touch on, um, there, we've talked about a lot more options for saving and investment. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about that during our investment series, mm-hmm. but some of those choices are complicated and, and, um, and, and, and not everybody it feels comfortable making those decisions. Right. Uh, and, and now, the, a whole field of of financial advisory has 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 arisen, but you know most most people don't feel that it's for them. You know, yeah. a, a financial advi- is advisor is something that somebody that's rich would yeah. have. Yeah, they um, come to it, it. Feels a little exclusionary now. It, it feels they a can. little exclusionary. Um, you know, the financial some of the uh, financial institutions are trying to make it. So that there are, it can be for everybody mm-hmm. or the advent of robo advisors, uh, mm-hmm. where, you know, you, you enter your information online and then, and then the tool automatically makes, uh, suggestions for you. Mm-hmm. But that can be overwhelming. That, you know, pe- be, yeah. pe- people are not comfortable with giving, you know, with just giving that information, you know, putting that out there. And then how do they digest the options? Right. If you're not yeah, financial, you- financially literate, it's hard for you to digest what those options are and what, what they could possibly mean. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we just touched upon is there's, there's a gap between, uh, in financial literacy between the haves and haves not, have nots. Right. Uh, so, you know, at, has been, it, but- yes. Um, but you know, for those that are used to being around money, they've got got some education about how to manage money, uh-huh. or they have access to people that you know have experience with money, and mm-hmm. so 
this is a topic that they get introduced to uh, at a relatively early age. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they're, they're more comfortable with, um, either doing things on their own or within a network, finding a professional advisor that can manage things for them. Mm-hmm. For the rest of us, well, how do we, how do we overcome that gap? You know, we've got to take it upon ourselves to go out and learn this aspect of, of being an adult. Mm-hmm. And it, is, it has become part of uh, being an adult in America is learning how to manage your financial life. And this, right. this is more than just balancing a checkbook. No. This is managing all aspects from insurance to disability to investments to savings to budgeting to taxes. Yeah. yeah that, you know. If, in in many respects, that's a full time job in and of in and of itself. Yeah, and, and the better whatever you do for your life. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And the better educated you are about these matters, the better off, the better decisions you can make, and the better outcome we expect for you long term. Because this is not just a short term decision for today. This is a long term decision. Mm-hmm. The other thing that uh, that we've touched upon a little bit is that the financial market is changing; it is constantly changing. Right there, are, uh, there's a lot about how people make money now that's new. Um, the you know the the, the big thing, uh, one of the big things when when um, when I was coming out of college. Uh, you know, was the debt markets and then, and, and then derivatives. Um, and, and now that's just one of a, uh, a plethora of other tools that are out there. Um, you know, in, in synthetic, um, uh, synthetic instruments. Mm-hmm. And, and as we mentioned before, um, uh, cryptocurrencies are among a, a, a whole host of, new assets that are out there that a a financially literate person has to consider when they're mm-hmm. talking about investing their uh their uh money it's not just uh equities and real estate and and gold right <laughs> anymore yeah, gold there's, is a, no there's a there's a there's a whole host of things that are out there that people uh have to invest so mm-hmm. understanding what you're doing with your money both the risk and opportunities requires us to be more educated on a whole host of different assets. Right. Yeah. People do go to school. All right. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. And be sure to join us again next time when we continue our discussions on financial literacy. Yes. And if you have any questions, you can email us at efespodcast at gmail.com. And follow our Instagram at EFES Podcast. Thanks for listening. Take care.